Today we're going to be talking about health and well-being. Health obviously being the absence of illness and well-being, feeling comfortable, happy. Ooh, and beautiful definition. Oh, thank you. Being happy and obviously, you know, feeling comfortable being yourself and being who you are. So, I'm guessing the reason why we're having this conversation, well, the reason why we're having this conversation is I feel like it's a conversation that's not really had amongst a lot of people. Predominantly in the black community, as it is seen as a taboo, but we'll get into that. But mm. I feel like within friendship groups and also family as well, it's not a conversation that's always had. It's like we're more bent on having a conversation about where you're going to be working, mm. where you're going in the future, rather than how you're going to be feeling in that future, which is the thing that's ultimately important. Yeah. If you agree. No, completely. Um, I think you're right. I think that a lot of I don't want to say specific to African households, but a lot of a lot of conversation is very career oriented, orientated, yeah. and a lot of how successful you are. <laughs> yesterday, literally, yeah. I had to sit down with my dad. He's really talked to me about this whole. Oh, you finished uni now? What's next? Uh, I'm just like, can I take it day by day? I'm just trying to Honestly, take everything day by day. And that's see, that's a very big thing actually, because I know a university is a big contributor to mental health within young people. Mm. As you've seen, the suicide rate at universities is quite high. For somewhere where you're really going to get um let's say the qualification to then be able to start the next level of life which is the promise that's made to you when you go there this is gonna unlock doors for you i think um i think that that's always been the, the argument from mm. previous generations so yeah. you always hear from your teachers yeah. and your parents that oh um this is the gateway to yeah. x y and z and because you're gonna have such an amazing that they went through exactly however because we're so interconnected now mm. um a lot of the experiences that I can have at uni, I have anywhere. Literally. In London. And plus social um, media really changed the way the game works. Alongside Even that. the internet has probably changed and the then way the game works. The fact that you're spending 9k on... 9250. 9250, there we go. On teaching alone, we're not even including... Um, your accommodation maintenance. I mean, your maintenance loan, sorry. Because yeah. mine was 7k. Yeah. Um, call that 16k each year um, on as a bare minimum to, in order to go to university mm. and then you still got to think about your um your budgeting yeah. the the books that you need for the, for your coursing how you're going to get from x y to z transport maybe even looking at getting a job it's, it gets and it gets extremely strenuous it's stressful and um and this is also in a this is also in a period where they haven't taught you any of this in school yeah you're not taught how to budget you're yeah. not taught how to live life and, and they'll give you a money management course mm. if you're able to do it. It's not like yeah. it's to everyone. It's like, you know what? It's not since a you've got a bit, Since you've got a bit of time, you, you know, you're doing well with your GCSEs, here you go. Do money management as well. What's that going to teach you? You know, the basics of mortgage, not even the basics of mortgage. Literally. Say, the basics of working out a percentage of a mortgage. I'm not actually teaching you about the mortgage. It's just more numbers. I know. At school, um, I think this was end of year 12. We had the first and only financial management class I've ever had in my entire life is how little that they give you in terms of support do you think it's really just being thrown in the deep end and live your life Three's gone to America and had oh. to do all of that that's a whole nother yeah. country that you got um, you manage with how was university in America that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic because like we said we're talking about mental health and with mm. that I won't let I've been through that a little depression that we'll get into later yeah definitely definitely but I feel like with universities, mm. I feel with social media and the internet, everything that's come out, it's kind of the system's gotten a bit outdated. They're kind yeah, of stuck in that true. prehistoric it's, system um, of getting people ready for 
a society where information wasn't readily available to everyone. You had it's to go to university um, to get this level of education. You had to go to university to get exposed to things that you wouldn't necessarily. Mm. Let's say, for example, you wanted to find out, I don't know, you, you're studying philosophy back in the day. You need now, an encyclopedia. Yeah, you need an encyclopedia. You need to be probably to travel to Greece or something, you know, yeah. study. But now you can go on YouTube and you can learn about Orfello, Plato, all of them. Bro, I can learn a whole craft, man. I could learn wood, wood, um, woodmanship. Wood, yeah, you can learn wood shark, um, you can learn anything. Mm. Skillshare. But it's, um, as you're saying, it's been reflected in mm. in the higher in the higher class yeah, um, job roles. So you get yeah. like um, PWC, EY, Deloitte. These are like the three um, largest, uh, what are they? Consultancy firms. They're like really big um, financial consultancy firms. Okay in london i'm butchering what they really do because they're so much bigger than that yeah. but anyway um they no longer require a degree um they've taken the degree requirement off of a lot of their higher positions of because a lot of because a lot of it is not necessarily it doesn't really prepare you for anything yeah, and there are different avenues around university so i've been telling my brother to go look at a degree level apprenticeship because that's what i when i dropped out that's the first thing i wanted yeah. to do um do you, you still like, get go on, go on. Sorry, do you feel like with those options there, not only having that one route being shown to you, like someone shining a torch on some on a place and saying, right, this is the only direction we can go in, you just gotta go, even though it's not the direction you wanna go in. Mm. So a direction that may benefit you in the long run, but mm. it's the only thing that I don't know, that can be seen at that moment because it's I the think, only thing that they've known. Yeah, I think um I think that with university or the idea of university comes structure. Yeah. So a lot of people, I remember I was chatting to Walid about this. I was like, because when I dropped out, I was like, oh, bro, I feel like I've stagnated and everyone's still doing their thing. Yeah. And you think, and he, he's gone back to me and said, well, you get a lot of people at university that are that don't really know why they're there. They're just there because it's it, it sounds like the natural next step yeah. to take. Um, so you get a lot of people that have stagnated and aren't really doing anything. You sort of plateaued and then you come out of uni and it's like, rah, what now? Because um, I know Bear Man, I got like, I'm first in philosophy but are working in, are, do, are, are doing up retail yeah, or no. sales assistance. And it's like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, you don't, I feel like you don't fall straight on your feet the moment you come out of uni. Yeah, like, exactly. A lot of people that are in a rut right now, like they don't yeah. know exactly what they want to do, like fully know what they want to do when they come out. And do you think that's down to the promise of university being that parachute that's going to give you a safe landing? Yeah, completely. But then, them having the lack of resources or I think the lack of want to actually make sure that when you come out of university you will have a job yeah i feel like that should now be the promise because the promise back in the day was you come out of university you will be going to job yeah. and you was because studying that high level was not something that was offered to everyone i think um the assumption as you as you really said mm. the assumption has always been that you come out of uni and you're guaranteed a job yeah. you're gonna get a job that that's is, not the case you know, that's you still never the case doors for yourself in yeah fact, Someone who doesn't have a degree could be still open the same doors mm. for themselves that you're struggling to open. With and degree. a degree doesn't necessarily um, denote or speak to your intelligence. Yeah, no, it just means like, and your and your ability to work, like the, how practical you are in yeah. doing your things. Um, but it's it's something to put on your CV yeah. and say that this is what I have achieved. And finishing, even finishing, finishing university is a massive achievement. Oh, yeah. And no one should feel down on themselves because that's tough. Honestly. It's tough. But um, people feel down because they haven't like they assume that it's gonna accelerate their lives. Yeah, like they assume that all right, this is gonna be 
the rocket that my shuttle's mm. gonna be hanging onto and it's gonna shoot me into space. But there's so and much I'll be fine after that. But. There's so much more. Sorry, go on. To there's me. way more behind it, like experience, networking, all that other yeah, stuff. Exactly. Like, there are so many things exactly. in between that you are. So taught. much work. Actually, I shouldn't say you're not taught, but you're only taught in certain subjects where it's required, where it's upfront. They know that you're gonna be doing this every day. My but, dad. Sorry, bro. No, go on, no, go on. My dad always said that um he's been he's, he's quite liberal so even when i said oh, i'm not feeling university he was like okay well let's look at the other avenues mm. um and he was very very um positive towards or yeah positive towards doing a degree level apprenticeship yeah because then you don't have to pay anyway he always says he always told me that the um universities uh they leave you highly highly qualified no highly qualified yep but highly mm. untrained and experienced mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely because they say when you come out of uni I want you to come course. out of university with you, one year experience like for example teaching yeah they want you to come out of university do your pgce and get one year of teaching but you that one year of teaching won't count in your pgce no however See, if you join teach first which is another avenue it's not like university yeah it's where you're kind of working practically but studying at the same time so they kind of just squashed it all in together mm something like that you get your experience and you're guaranteed to come out of a job now what i don't understand is how is an agency able to guarantee you work and a qualification but the university is only able to guarantee you the qualification if anything well there you go it seems like there's a large disparity it seems like they figured out how to make money off the people again no completely i mean okay see university sorry the quote was universities leave you over over qualified but under experienced there we go there we go that reads much better um so what would be your if, advice to younger people um my advice because like let's say there's a generation okay, right now my advice you. to younger people would be not to listen to everything your teachers say because your teachers have quotas that they need to meet so they will always push you towards university regardless of how it makes you feel regardless of your opinion on university they will always push you towards um you to university they're sort of obligated to um more more students to school since university mm, uh, your rank on offset exactly and it's things that you can put on your you can put on like on on display so i remember um a couple people retook a year and then they got a few A stars and went to another um, a better university. Oh, yeah. And then they put those up. Yeah. Um, they put those statistics up. Like, oh, 20% of our students get into yeah. um, Russell Group. No, like 60% of our students get into Russell Group Universities or da 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 Mm. where they had to study maths english science, science yeah. history so i thought it was an obligation no 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 no. it was only was if you right. can manage okay it was if you can manage but they had to have a certain number so that ofsted knew right yeah they make they're hitting that mandatory benchmark of everyone passing maths english science and everything else that goes under it mm. so do you feel like schools are kind of forming us into a brick in the wall like people used to say an assembly line that they're just getting us ready to go into a society that yeah. isn't necessarily the same anymore. I mean, I think that the the modern education system is extremely flawed yeah, because yeah. we can't predicate um, intelligence solely off of a test. Because what if I f up on the day, or I'm not feeling it, the test or there's so much going on? Any regardless. level of intelligence, because intelligence is 
I don't know how to define it. It's, it's all encompassing. There's so much yeah. to intelligence. It's like common sense, um, understanding. academic ability, understanding of social situations. Perception as well. Percept- exactly. There's so many things that go into true intelligence than just, um, I got an A star in the test. Yeah. Or I can do this. How I can tell you, it, I, 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 I can recite Pythagoras' theorem. Yeah. Cool. Good for you, but... Where's that A star getting you when you come out? Exactly. Because you're not going to be graded once you go into real life. There are no grades, it's just doing. And that's where the anxiety and stress and depression come from. Is you've assumed that that this will get you to X, Y or Z, Mm. but it hasn't. And you've worked your hardest to get to that point, assuming that that's all you needed, but there's so much more. That's that's why I can see that anxiety, depression and Mm. stress are very, very common amongst young people especially mm. secondary school kids because i'm guessing not even second yeah secondary and sixth form that's technically goes in the same bracket because then they know that after this i'm now going into the real world the real world it's not even necessarily the real world because you think you're going into the real world then it just sees that there's another you're not a child them. though true so you're you come out of so you come out of sixth form college um and you're 18 like by Legally speaking, you are Legally a man speaking, or a woman. You're, you're a man or a woman, but I think it all depends on the mentality of the person. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's another true. thing that's Age isn't, for, yeah. mm, age isn't really a determiner for like for mm. say emotional or physical maturity. It's um, it's just that you you generalize. It's a it's, it's something that you'd have to do in order to um, show an ounce of fairness. I mm. guess it's like you it's like you can't you can't trial. Say you had two people that were 18 years old yeah. and one was extremely immature and did... Um, one was extremely immature and one was significantly more mature um, and they committed the same crime. You can't trial someone differently off of the basis that they're both... that one's immature and one's mature. But they would. They would say that that person... There would be underlying circumstances and yeah. there would be various things to put into account and that's all context. Now, see, but my point is that it, it, it would be... It would be hard... You, It wouldn't be fair to... Um, to to trial individuals on different circumstances true, true. or by different criteria. It wouldn't be because fair enough, everyone develops differently, but at the same time, you're still moving in the same time. Mm. But one more thing I just wanted to talk about is it being seen as a taboo in the black family, I should say. Because I'm going to say the black family because it is true. Mm. We don't necessarily talk about mental health a lot, anxiety, depression, PTSD. And also, it's just seen as if, as what's the, as if it's like um, possession or something. For example, it automatically goes to the default of saying, "Ah, oh, this person must be possessed. This person must be taken over by the devil." Rather than this person mm. needs help. Like I know, in Africa, a lot of people. I was doing some research. People that study from um, suffer from bipolar, schizophrenia, mm. and they're all marked as witches because yeah. they're deemed to be abnormal to society's norms did because they act in a certain way it's like yeah you're possessed there's no way we can help you mm. and yeah you never know back in the day they were stoning those people to death mm. do you feel like that's something that's kind of held us back in terms of dealing with trauma because that's a diaspora I we have suffered a lot i think that's i think that's an extreme i think here at least it's a lot of um your cousins at home would never tolerate this or we'd never do this, like, or be grateful for what you have. It's always... It's a difference of circumstances. I know, but I don't know. From my point of view, it's always been um, a sense of gratitude, like showing gratitude yeah. for whatever you have and wherever you are. Um, and... And when... It, so yeah, like, 
I feel like, oh, I tried to talk about it one time, like, how I was depressed going through my injury. My yeah. dad's like, yo, be grateful for that, you're alive. I'm like, okay, but my still, like, still exactly. can't go through stuff. It's like, whenever, if I, whenever I, if I ever chat to my dad, um, obviously not now, he's, he's quite good, but, um, back in the day, if I did ever chat to my dad about something that was bringing me down, it'd be like, well, look at what I was going through growing up. Thank you. And it's always comparative. It's like it's like my it's, it's not, like it's not a competition to see who's struggling more. Exactly, like, oh, I hate I hate that so much. It's like my problems don't matter because you've been through worse, and we acknowledge that you just have been. Um, and then it always comes back to, oh, this generation is soft. Instead of being, I don't know, like we're trying to be more awa- emotionally aware. There's always there's always, it's it's always put put to us negatively, but that's a that's a, that's another thing. That's more men. Than, I feel like that kind of pushes us as young people to go for that mentality of I'll just take care of it myself yeah I'll be fine and guilty as charged I feel like that's something that we need to slap up, snap out of yeah as a community because you can't deal with it by yourself you need help you need people behind you that are going to support you I'm going to get to that now building on what you said I feel like a lot of that then builds on top of toxic masculinity so like yeah, agree, yeah. men are not supposed to show pain they're not supposed to like talk mm. about emotion they're not supposed to mm. do all these other stuff they're meant to be tough, that's why our there. suicide rates are so significantly high because yeah, no one ever checks up on their boy and see um how you are it's true it's true um, see you know, that's kind of oh you're checking up on your boy he has emotions that's exactly great. yeah that's instantly everything's everything's about questioning your masculinity where like, did that no, come from where did that culture come from that's just it's um because it wasn't <laughs> i'm gonna say it's this patriarchy isn't it? it's like it is patriarchy to it's um it's just a male-centric backbone yeah we're just gender um roles and shit everyone like breaks sometimes 100 it happens i know i mean but i don't know personally you between you guys um i don't tell people things yeah i'm terrible i don't even no yeah, like i just yeah, and i agree i feel like it helps though but because it it does like i acknowledge that it's a positive thing to do but i'll probably it's i probably similar to you guys i always feel as if i'm not trying to burden anyone else with my problems yeah you want to and kind of take care of it yeah, yeah and it's like and and i would feel weak if i couldn't take care of it myself yeah you feel like you just do you that's another toxic masculinity thing as well because like, mm. weakness is okay it's, yeah it's kind of a it thing is. through time that's been it is it's been deemed as be yeah but how can you be strong if you're not weak that's something that we forget as well how how will you know what strength is without knowing weakness how will you know what happiness is without sadness true these are all things that we need to go through and it seems that through times we've been it's kind of been beating out of us like no you don't need to go there to find out that you can just keep being strong but mm. what are you comparing the strength to like i said we're adding on to it again too because remember we talked about this like numerous times this whole we move it is what it is yeah yeah everything there's no there's never any closure like yeah. there's never anything that things aren't closure resolution mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like um it will pass or yeah yeah it's done it's done but i don't see but i don't know <sighs> Me personally, I'm used to that. I'm used to a lack of closure. Yeah. So, but it sh- um, shouldn't be like that. It yeah, should never be like that. But the there are some situations that I just think, uh, yeah, you can't get away from that. Like things, just some stupid <sighs> ass. But there are some women you're just like, I can't chat to you, and we're not in a position like you've done certain things. I've done certain things. We can't really. We're not in a position where I can really move forward with this and as much as i don't know what's going on mm. it's not like you're not trying you're not going to tell me and i and and truly you're not entitled to anyone else's thoughts or mm-hmm. for you True. to feel better entitlement that's that's a, that's a very very big thing as well mm. do you feel like through the times mm. 
people have gotten more and more entitled or less entitled? Oh, so or do you feel like it's a scale of it's a scale of there are a branch of people who yeah. are happy with yeah being unentitled to anything. They're happy with just being, and there are people that just want. I think that's always the case. But I think um, I, if we're generalizing, yeah, we have become super entitled in oh, the yeah. Western world at least. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, um, and I'm not even I won't even put it towards race we all know which race I'm talking about but um they know um nah uh, you just see it you can see it in the in people's mannerism mm. the way they chat to you the way ugh, the way they carry themselves as well as it in, in general at least this generation at least we've we've become super entitled to everything yeah like even even on a radical say, um point of view when i'm chatting to my dad about um when me and Tariq go protesting i'm like oh people aren't coming out and da, 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 and what's going on he's like well come out with all due respect this is the this is the start of your journey um for whatever you want to call it social mm. justice yeah. um and it's not your place or your position to worry about what others are doing. Go. You've right. got to do things for yourself. It's hundred percent right now. Mm. And I, but I feel entitled yeah. to, to question why people aren't showing out and why things aren't going on for well, you. F- you feel like you have the right to question them because yeah, because it's a probable cause for you. Exactly. You feel like this is something that people should be advocating for. Mm. It's something that it's something that for me, you should feel morally obligated to do. Yeah, definitely definitely because it's trying to benefit society yeah but so in that case you feel like there's good entitlement and bad entitlement <sighs> yeah definitely um now i i think i feel like there's deserved entitlement uh, yeah, okay, and yeah. bad entitlement Is so there's like it's like it's like having okay shit it's like it's like having an ego uh, but a justified ego there we go so much. it's like so so say all right if i'm cristiano ronaldo no one's touching me. No one's stepping to me. <laughs> mm. So I can have this ego and you're not going to do anything about it. It's a lot of... It's basketball culture. Mm. Alan Iverson. AI's crossing everyone. You're not going to step to AI. Um, or Kobe or LeBron or MJ. MJ is the embodiment of justified ego. Yeah. yeah. But do we see an issue with it? No, because you've worked to that stage. Yeah, you kind of built to that level. You, mm. But an unjustified like, Is he entitled to it? Is he entitled to it? Yeah. I think he's entitled to it because of the respect that he's, he's garnished or he's gained. Mm. Um, so I feel like in certain circumstances, say, say a leader of a household, say your dad, your dad, um, your dad will assume or is entitled to the respect of the household because of how he he, or your mum has supported you. Shout out to single mums. Yes, exactly. You are doing amazing. They true, the true black women of the family. Um, they know, mothers know. They know. Well, they, they should know. I hope they know. Um, she yeah yeah so entitled. I th- moving sorry to summarize moving back to Tree's point is there good entitlement and bad entitlement? Looking back on it, I guess there is. Um, I don't know how. I just don't know how I I would I would word it, in terms of good or bad. Uh, I, I would say, say there's, a case, there's a difference deserved. between yeah. See that's, that's yeah. also a, a weird one. Deserved. What do you actually deserve? What is what is deserved? I don't know. It's, it's subjective, though, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like I can I can only tell you how much I deserve. I guess um, like deserve something you worked for. Like yeah. Then you were kind of. But then, that also speaks to your work ethic. It's like if I if I'm used to working a lot and by my standards that's not that much. 
then I might not feel that I deserve as much as someone who's worked very little but still deserves the same, um, the same amount. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Ooh, it's a weird one. Everything's weird. The feminist talk about pay, but we'll save that one for another time. Okay. If you, let's wrap up on this note. If you needed to advise the youth of today mm. on a note, what would it be? What would you say to them? Oh, uh, can In I terms read? of their health and mentality. Can yeah, I read no, something out? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this was a 40-year-old guy nice. who, um, who wrote 10 things down that um told you yourself oh yeah i might as well give yeah, them a couple years people old. to look at as well if you're Wait, looking at okay. checking out your mental health jordan peterson 12 rules of life i was gonna say look at farrakhan but he's probably gonna send you over the edge yeah jordan <laughs> peterson take a look at him very good okay so this is the post i'm 40 this is my input so the input was um what is your advice for people in their 20s number one everyone is focused on themselves to um to care too much about their opinion of you so f what they think Two, social media is only an illusion. Three, zero debt is an amazing feeling. Think twice before dropping that down payment on that fully loaded 2020 Dream Mobile that offers nothing but looks and depreciates value quickly. So I looked at my phone and I was like, this is my last contract. Because hmm. I don't really need anything else. Oh, that, that, this isn't what made me do that. I was always thinking that. Anyway, um, five, use up all of your vacation time slash sick time at work. Six, don't lose sight of hobbies you enjoyed as a child. They will help you um, live as you grow older. Seven, family is not necessarily blood, but instead who you would bleed for. That was a very powerful one. one. Yeah. Eight, there are, just, there are just as many benefits to being a night owl as, they are, as there are to being an early bird. Nine, forgive yourself um, first before forgiving others. And ten, don't be a doormat in submission, but hold the door open in kindness. Nice. Those That's are two very nice That's ones. That's so beautiful. Um, me personally, my advice is... Not to hold on, not, don't hold on to to certain things, people, relationships at such an early age. Don't overestimate the the value of of um, your personal relationship with someone. Right. However, because, oh, no, go on. because um, truth be told, they don't. You're not. You're it, from from up until even even to now at twenty two. You're naive. So. Your assumptions might not are never or will, will, are probably not going to be in the best of light, and a lot of you the, the things that you will, that you'll do will be driven by um, like things that you see on socials, impulse. your in, exactly impulse, societal norms, trying to maintain a flipping um, a hierarchy in school when really you come out of school and none of that matters. Yeah, you realize Nothing, that there's a whole level, there's level to society. All of the drama that you had. All of the people that you don't f with, all of the people that you loved or didn't love, it doesn't matter. As soon as you come out of uh, come out of secondary, it doesn't matter. Um, so worry about yourself, truly, truly, truly worry about yourself, and don't, don't, not, okay. Always take opportunities, regardless of um, where it is, where it's going. Yeah, just where try it is. Anyway. Yeah, or if it affects someone else, always um, think about yourself first and foremost. That doesn't mean don't care about others, but. Um, you are you're you have to live with yourself there we go and every also, day yeah and sorry also, no and also on that note also love unconditionally mm. and if, when you want to hold on to someone and you cherish them make sure you do that and make sure you let them know as well don't hold back the feelings because you're because oh, you're afraid of how that's the biggest come out. point you're afraid of what people may say if you feel a certain type of way make sure it's heard because you people respect you more for it in the long run because they know you're always ready to communicate and express yourself in a truthful manner you Which always is, get um, at a funeral, ah, uh, he was such a, or she yeah, was yeah. such a great, 
but did you know this when they were left yeah. exactly there we go exactly there we go. so please do please do just appreciate your people 100 percent. show them love appreciate cherish and hold on to them for as long as you can don't let mm. them go Sorry. i would say that for social media especially that like, everyone has their own race like don't compare yourself to others comparison is like a big killer mm. when it comes mm. to people mm. like you'll see what you don't have where you should where you think you should be like you're in your you're in your place for a reason like don't worry about what everyone else is doing like people only post their W's on social media. They're exactly. taking L's behind the screen. Bells. Hundred. Hundred. Bells. Run your own race. Hundred. It's a marathon. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, man. Mm. Thank you guys for watching. It's been your boy OD. Here, come out, Tariq. Thank you for Take watching, care, man. people.